Welcome back to the Swinging Blindly podcast. It is great to be back. I'm Blaze Bryant here in upstate New York, and joining me on ColorCast is my trusty co-host of several years, PJ Geary, and in the car is our playoff co-host, CJ Holly from the Sports GPS, our resident Phillies fan, so... Out of the three of us, call us the three wise men, three jackasses, stooges, whatever you want. He is no doubt the happiest. How can you find the Swinging Blindly podcast? Well, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash podcast on Twitter at swingingblindly, and wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, Sports GPS is uh, at, the, it's at the Sports GPS uh, on social media, as well as wherever you get your podcasts. So... Now that we got the promos out of the way, boys, uh, it's uh, great to be back. Great to be Amazing. back. Absolutely. And uh, GPS was I was I correct on your uh, your podcast stuff? Yeah, absolutely. At the Sports GPS, anywhere you uh, you want to find your uh, podcast needs. My uh, my esteemed co-host, who uh, always goes to church on Wednesdays, so he cannot join us at this uh, at this magical time. Um, you know, he, uh, him and I will, uh, discuss all things sports needed, uh, including, but not limited to major league baseball, which is, I, I'm 100% positive the train we are about to, uh, go screaming down the tracks at right now. Well, you know, we are a baseball podcast. <laughs> it makes sense, right? Uh, yeah, they, we, we swing blindly here on this podcast and then, uh, of course, the sports GPS, as I've said multiple times, will get you right back on the road to greatness like the sorting hat of Harry Potter thought Slytherin <laughs> would do for Harry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's, that's well played. And, uh, I mean, even though I, I did a, a, a color cast Sunday special, which unfortunately, due to some technical problems, I was not able to make it a podcast – but it did uh, go out over the color cast waves or um, um, wires, I guess is the better way yeah. of putting it. Uh, but uh, however you want to, however you want to state it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I just want to get your get your takes, and obviously, uh, GPS. I'm gonna uh, just kind of tease you and save it for last. So, I mean, PJ, uh, what are your thoughts on the? World Series as it stands as we speak right now, Phillies up <clears throat> two to one. Well, if I'm being honest with both of you fellows, I haven't paid attention at all to the World Series. But uh, what 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 I have done though is is consume the highlights after the fact, and I have to say. The five, the whole, the whole saga with the with McCullers tipping his pitches, and the five home runs hit by the Phillies to win seven nothing in their first, to remain undefeated, mind you, at Citizens Bank, which is a wonderful ballpark. Been there before, been treated very well. Yes, it is. Um, and I, I mean, watching these videos of, of the. 
It's hard not to root for the Phillies. Let me put it that way. Even though they beat my team, it's hard not to root for them. Uh, again, I'm not really watching anything live, but I'm I'm consuming everything after the fact, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. And hey, two one going into tonight, you got you have to feel good, right? GPS, you have to feel good about it. I I, I am feeling good, and I think yeah. I think the tease was perfect ways, and I'll I'll dive into it. Uh, game one was a. Was a shock, and then uh, uh, GPS. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come back uh, to you because your your connection's choppy. I'm I'm fading it down. GPS, you're you're choppy, really choppy right now. So, uh, when, once it clears up, then uh, we'll get back to you. Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, ahead. let's try that now. That's. Ah, am I better now? Okay, uh, let's give this a shot. Okay. Um, so going back, game one, Aaron Nola, not really sharp, wasn't really hitting his spots well, uh, left a couple out of the plate, uh, two very big ones to Kyle Tucker. Uh, the shift actually hurt the Phillies uh, with a uh, runner on the move with uh, Martin Maldonado's single up the right-hand side. Literally, Gene Segura was in perfect placement, uh, and uh, Chaz McCormick, was on the move, running from first to second, drawing Gene to the second base bag and vacating the spot where Maldonado hits the single. That was all the scoring for the Astros in game one. Uh, and the Phillies decided to make it uh, make it their game and uh, come back with roaring fashion. Uh, Alec Bohm and Nick Castellanos uh, both make the, the, the big question uh, type deal coming into this series was, is Castellanos and Bohm going to protect Harper and make the Astros pitch to Harper? And they did in game one. Uh, Castellanos with the RBI single, and then Bohm right behind it with the RBI double. And it's now making the Astros pitchers think about, you know, they have to pitch to Harper now, which came back and bite him in game three. But in game two, it was Wheeler's Velo was down. Fallenberg uh, uh, Valdez, uh, does he have sticky stuff? We don't know. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out on the airwaves about that. The man changed his glove twice, changed his cleats once. There's a lot of things going on with Valdez, and it's uh, kind of crazy to think about there. Uh, I mean, but the Astros very much took care of uh, the Phillies in game two. Which, what? I mean, how c- go ahead, PJ. I'm sorry. No. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, and he, he's got to know. From your, from your, from, bleh, Exxon Valdez, no. Uh, from your Valdez. <laughs> God, I'm an asshole. From your no, Valdez. You got, it, you, got it, you got it. You got it. You got it. Oh, shit. From your Valdez has mm-hmm. to know that by changing the cleats once and the glove twice and everything – especially given the Astros' uh, history of cheating. Someone I was talking with uh, earlier in the week well equated them to the Patriots of baseball as it relates to the winning and the Mm. cheating and all that, which I think is pretty accurate. I mean, he's got to know better, I would think. Well, and I think he's just OCD. 
Uh, and like, he's like, I, I didn't like the way that glove fit on my hand or whatever. I mean, you got to think this kid was a walk on tryout, random out of nowhere type deal. Um, you know, not, not for nothing, but I mean, the kid had, you know, no prospects in baseball goes to a random tryout. They invite him to the bigger tryout the next day, makes the club three years later. He's in the bigs. Like, and if he had any sort of superstition back then, he's gonna. It's gonna even be more now because it works, right? Like, how do you how do you prove prove some guy that's superstitious wrong? You you make him a little stitious. No, uh, you. <laughs> eventually, he's got to realize that it's just him. It's not whatever superstition that he has. And right now, it's proved that. You know, all of his superstitions have come true because he's done it for years and years and years, and it's only led to good successes for him. Uh, do I think he had Vagisil in his mitt? Maybe. It's possible. I mean, the dirt that was on his pants didn't look really orange. It kind of had a pink hue. What are you going to say? But do I think Whoa. Do I think the man's cheating? No. But the fact that I say no the way I'm saying it, just shows you the fact that it's the Astros, right? Like if, if this guy wasn't playing for Houston, do we think the rubbing of the palms and the rubbing of the wrists and the changing gloves twice and changing his cleats out once is just some quir quirky guy doing something random? Probably. Right. But because he's playing for the Astros, now you got to think about it. And that's the difference. And I yep. just, you know, I hate the fact that that was the storyline in game two, yep. but – it was the storyline in game two. Like, you can't say no to it. And there was a couple pitches that were like out of nowhere good. And I know that sometimes breaking balls just don't have it. I.e. a Lance McCullers last night that hung two breaking balls that were, you know, some would compare them to something that would happen in places that we don't talk about, right? Like they were literally hung. And and they were smashed a long way because of it. And Valdez didn't have that issue. And now he could be pitching just amazing, and that could all be talent. And I really hope that that's the case. But if he is trying to get every last advantage, and I put that in quotes, air quotes over the airwaves here, that everybody was saying happened in the steroid eras in the 90s, in the early 2000s and things like that, trying to find every advantage available, I, I, that's when I'm like, man, is this, is it really, is it really it? You know what I mean? I mean, can I, can I just point you guys to the, to the game two? Are you, yeah. are you guys aware of the game two, uh, perfect game? Um, from 56 with Don Larson? No, no, no. Game two, perfect game this year by umpire Pat Hoberg. His, oh. His, his umpire scorecard was 100% called ball accuracy and 100% called strike accuracy. Wow. Overall consistency, 96. Yep, it was a perfect game for an umpire. Umpire scorecards on Twitter. Um, you know, so that, that's kind of where I would, I would, that's all I really wanted to add to, to this conversation 
But everything you're saying is is warranted, and I believe uh, factual. So I I, co- I really couldn't. I just wanted to add and make sure that we we give a shout out to Pat Hoberg. All right, called the perfect game. Well, the Astros game two win, and because he did. <laughs> All right, we don't often applaud umpires around here, so it was due. Well, we well we will even more when we have the uh, the automatic challenge of the balls and strike system. That oh, is, uh, that's gonna happen, right? That that's gonna happen. It's not next year, but I think in two years, oh, it's it, it has a big possibility. Yeah. Yep, and absolutely. I, I'm not gonna hate it because the the videos I've seen in the minors with it, I've yep. liked it. Uh, yep. The only people that can call, and we talked about this last week, the only people that can call for the challenge, hitters, catchers, pitchers, and apparently the pitchers are the worst. They have the worst percentage of challenges over called, and it makes sense. They're the prima donnas of the sport, and they uh, they think <laughs> all their pitches are strikes. Well, and they're so, also, they're- but you know, the other the other part of it too. Is they are the furthest away from the play, right? True. But uh, you know, I mean, the fact that you've got you've got guys that just don't know. I mean, and I will say, like Kyle Schwarber went off on uh, the umpire last night on a uh, slider that came back in, and you know that outside pitch for an offhand hitter, so i.e. a right-handed pitcher pitching to a left-hander, a left-handed pitcher pitching to a right-hander. They give up on that slider outside early because it's way out there. It's a ball. There's no way it's going to be a strike. Then it comes back and nicks the corner. And uh, Schwarber was giving the umpire the business, courtesy of Ron Cherry. And uh, he, he, uh, you know, he wasn't warranted with it. So uh, it's a very, very tough job that they do back behind the dish. And I actually think the challenge system will actually be better for the perception of umpires because right now, the percentage of challenges that are uh, are overturned, right? So a challenge and it actually flips the decision is around one-third, which means you know, two-thirds of these quote-unquote questionable calls, the umpires are right. And I don't know about you, but uh, C's get degrees, and uh, 66% was a D in my, uh, in my schooling, but it feels like you could pass with a D. So I'm going to say we're going to pass with D's. Well, um, you know, it, 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 it depends. Nuts. I mean, there are, there are circumstances where you like D's better than C's, but, you know, education-wise, no. But in other facets of, facets of life, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, D. Elliot? Well, well done, Peach. Well done. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got uh, D. Elliot and uh, Peach Pirate joining us here. On our uh, color cast as uh, GPS, it sounds like you're getting out of the car, transitioning uh, to your uh, casa. So, um, uh, we'll, so we'll we'll catch up with you in just a second when that's all done. Um, I'm just hang. Go ahead, PJ. I'm sorry. I I had it faded. I had I had it faded down just to kind of eliminate the the noise a little bit. So, oh, I, no worries. Go ahead. All right. I was thinking before we uh, open it up to the people, we could talk about the the awards that were announced. Oh yes, you know, the gold gloves. The gold 
glove, the glorious gold gloves. Uh, go ahead, take the lead on it, my guy. All right. I mean, for the National League, we'll start there. Catcher, JT Riomuto for the 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 Phils. Said, said, well deserved. Said, said, well deserved. Said, uh, first base. Unfortunately, not uh, Goldie, but Goldie is probably going to get a different award. Christian Walker from the Diamondbacks. Um, second base, Brendan Rogers of the Rockies. Shortstop, Dansby Swanson of the Braves. Third base for the 10th consecutive season. 10th gold glove in a row, Nolan Arenado. He joins, um, he ties Philly legend and Hall of Famer Mike Schmidt. For the second most gold glove award by a third baseman in Major League history, trailing only Brooks Robinson. Shout out Nolan. Left field, Ian Happ of the Cubbies. Center field, Trenton Grisham of the Padres. Mookie Betts, right field of the Dodgers, his first in the National League. Pitcher, Max Freed. And for the first time for both leagues, the utility player was added. And it goes to Brendan Donovan of the Cardinals. All right. Rookie Brendan, rookie Brendan Donovan. In the AL, we have your A, Jose Trevino of the Yankees, gets the gold glove there, joining Thurman Munson and Elson Howard as the third player in Yankee history to win a gold glove at the catcher position. So there you go. Uh, first base, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Second base, Andres Jimenez of the Guardians. Jeremy Pena of the of the Astros. Third base, Ramon Urias. Urias. Thank you. Yep. Left field, Stephen Kwan, Guardians. Center field, Miles Straw, Guardians. Jeez, the Guardians went nuts like the Cardinals did last year. Right field, Kyle Tucker. And pitcher Shane Bieber, and then utility, the first ever in the AL, DJ LeMahieu of the New York Yankees. Yeah, I'm really glad yeah. that they added the utility player. Um, yeah, it, it, because I agree. It they, frankly, utility players are the little engines that do of a baseball team, if you will. And I mean, <laughs> you you look at Cleveland, and you look at. Uh, and you look at all the gold gloves that they got. The Cardinals, same thing. Mm-hmm. The defense was such a big part of why they had the success they did this year. Yep. And, I mean, we, I think, in baseball, do not put enough emphasis on defense. You, you look at the quality of a defensive play over the past, I don't know, 15, 20 years, it's not what it used to be. Absolute up. Uh, now, Nolan Arenado, he decided to opt in over the weekend. I want to give you some time, my guy. To oh, no. Go. Do you want me to do this right now? Go. Yeah, yeah. Perfect oh, segue. I teach you up. Go. Well, I just want the people, anybody who's listening right now, there is a, there's, there's a very important stat. I want everybody to uh, get ready to hear. It's a it's a big stat. 
that you probably haven't heard, but maybe you have. Um, big time stat. All right. Ready? Yeah. Nolan Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal. That is the stat. That is what you need to know. <laughs> Nolan Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal, and he will be for years to come. Till his year thirty-seven, he it's it's, it's on a it's 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 a uh, uh, discount, and all I need, <laughs> I can't. It, it's so hard for me to talk about because I'm so blown away by it that Nolan Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal, and Paul Goldschmidt, who is going to win the MVP is also a St. Louis Cardinal. And Arnado took this, has this deal, opted in, that's a team-friendly deal. And all that matters is that the Cardinals are about to spend more money. And your boy right here, I'm not going to say much more, but I just want to reiterate the blaze. The the stat that you know the stat that matters the most is that Nolan Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal. Well, and so. hey, you've got a you've got a window now. That that's that's uh, oh, yeah. for sure. Window um, schmindo. Yeah. Um, wait, I'm I'm a little confused why it has the sports GPS as a as a listener. Um, did we? Uh, Oh, it lost him. Yeah, so I, I I got you, my guy. I can I can uh, bring him back up. So, oh, I got him. Yep. Oh, oh you got him. Or, or you want uh, me to do it? Because hey, I can. You do, do it. it. You do it. Yeah, okay. yeah, you do it. Okay, no worries. So uh, while we're getting uh, CJ High from the uh, Sports GPS back on the uh, line here, what do you think? In terms of the future of the Cardinals, what does the window look like? You talking to me? Yeah. What does the window look like? The future? Uh, it looks like the Cardinals adding a shortstop with the money that they got from the Pujols and Yadi uh, farewell, with with Wayno coming back for another year. It's at a shortstop. It's at a pitcher. It's at another. It's at a catcher. So Wilson Contreras, you're going to be a Cardinal. Thank you very much. And that's that's it. And then you go from there. And I'm, I have, I'm I, I might be. It's tough, like to to say because you know you know it's funny, Blaze. Each each team. You know, each fan of each team goes into each offseason with a different mindset, right? Mm-hmm. I I am going into this as a diehard Cardinal fan. Did it stink that we lost? Of course it did. But the season was so great, and the future is bright, With especially with Arenado opting in and, and management saying that they're going to spend more money. I have no reason to be upset, so I go into this very happy and optimistic. Whereas there are te- there are fans of other teams, I'm not saying you specifically, 
but that you don't know what is going to happen and you have different feelings about uh, the future of of your team going into this winter. So, well, I mean, but you're, you're right though. I mean, you, you, you teed me up and as I mean, (laughs) I I said this on my, yeah, I mean, I said this on my Sunday special, but because it, I wasn't able to, you know, make it into a a, a bonus pod. No, um, go ahead. I'll I'll just do this really quick. And uh, GPS, yeah. glad you're glad you're back on. Got your yeah, sorry, up. I got bumped for a reason. I don't know what happened. Uh, I no no worries, no worries, man. Uh, good good to have you back up here. I mean, Brian Cashman does not deserve to rebuild this team. He doesn't have a deal. Uh, thanks for everything, but it's time to move on. I mean, the guy has been our general manager for damn near 25 <laughs> years. And I think, you know, there there becomes a point, and you see it in sports all the time, where someone can just get stale in a job. Hell, even in a regular career, people can get stale in a job. And I think that's what's happened with with Brian Cashman, that there has just always been this security that has yielded complacency. And if you're gonna get uh, and if you're gonna move on from Brian Cashman, what I think the Yankees could make could do, and I would say it's the right thing to do, elevate him to like a baseball operations person, because he certainly knows the game. I would hate to see him go to another organization. I just don't want him as our general manager making the the day-to-day roster decisions and, well, move on from Aaron Boone as well because he had an opportunity to change up the lineups in the Astros series and did not. He trotted Josh Donaldson out there who looked as blind as me in the friggin' banners box. I mean, what the hell? I mean, come on. I, where, there, there is just, there, there's just a lot of, a lot of stench from losing right now, uh, clouding the Yankees, and rightfully so. And hey, obviously, the other question that is just as important is: Are they going to sign Aaron Judge? And they they, they need to. And next week, boys, I'm going to tell you what I would say: The Yankees should sign Aaron Judge too. I teased this a few weeks ago. I have not revealed it, and I'm not revealing it until the World Series is over. So you're not going to want to miss my fantasy offer that the Yankees should give to Aaron Judge. Now that we've got GPS Love back, it. what say you? Um, Go ahead. I, I I mean, as far as my Phillies, I think – I mean, I, 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 I can't wait for the end of the season, obviously, because um, I'm, I'm really hoping that it ends with a with a trophy in hand. But, I, I mean, I'm just looking at the, the Phillies free agents that are coming up this upcoming year, and, I mean, I'm not, I'm not seeing any major pieces that can't be replaced. Uh, Gene Segura is the one piece that you're just like, okay, but he's on a club option, right? Yep. Uh, a very expensive club option, by the way. Uh, Aaron Nola, same deal. Uh, Corey Knable, uh, you know, I mean, it's a mutual option, I think, for Corey Knable uh, this upcoming year, or it's 
I think he's wanting to come back on a, a, a team-friendly deal because uh, he wants to prove it after the uh, after the injury this year. Zach Eflin's on a mutual option. Uh, David Robinson, who we just got at the deadline, uh, is a free agent. Noah Syndergaard. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm naming off names that aren't core guys as far as hitters. And this team has been dominated by – uh, by the hitting uh, this entire postseason. It's Bryce Harper who's going to be in Philadelphia for the rest of his career. Uh, Nick Castellanos on a deal. Schwarber on a deal. Hoskins is last year of arbitration, and then I think we're going to end up giving him a pretty decent deal. Bryson Stott, rookie, who come in and played extremely well. Same with Bohm. They're both on rookie deals. Uh, Brandon Marsh, who we just traded for, who shirt, shirt up the outfield defense uh, for this team down the stretch. You know, there's there's another one that uh, you know we've got on a on a, a very team friendly deal, and I think we can hand out money uh, to guys. I think we need a we need a couple back end rotation pieces, maybe a Noah Syndergaard next year. Maybe we sign him for dirt cheap. Maybe we sign him for like twelve, thirteen million. His market value is right now estimated at fifteen million. I think that's high. No way, like spot tracks is a little nuts uh, with their market value AAV for him. Uh, you know, but I mean, the Phillies got money to spend. I mean. Uh, John Middleton sat there and said, we're going to spend money, and sometimes it's going to be stupid money. And he, he has. But he, he spent it on two corner outfielders, one who led the NL in, in home runs this year and prevented Paul Goldschmidt from winning uh, the Triple Crown. And oh. another one who's made two really, really – actually three really, really good defensive plays in right, even though he's a defensive liability in right field uh, this postseason. All have been sliding grabs to either save a game or uh, keep a game tied. Uh, so, I mean – I, you can't really – like, I don't I don't see the Phillies in a bad spot next year. I think they do the same thing mm. they did this year. I think they're competing for that division. Yeah. I think Rob Thompson being the manager of this club is a lot different than Joe Girardi being manager of this club. I mean, this club was six games under five hundred with uh, Joe Girardi at the helm, and then Rob Thompson the rest of the way in put him at uh, 87 wins. So that was, what, uh, 10 to 12 games over? So you go from 600 to 12 games over. That's an 18-game swing. Right. Mm-hmm. So just looking at that, now let's let's call this team a 93, 94, 95-win team in a more competitive division uh, next year as the Marlins are going to do a little bit more damage. I think the Nationals are going to be better next year than they were this year because they were just purely tanking they this year. They couldn't be worse. Right. I mean, honestly, they can't be. They, they rivaled the Pirates when I was in Pittsburgh. So, like, let's not lie to ourselves to sit there and state that this NL East, who, if the Phillies win, will be three of the last four World Series champions inside this division. I want to just sit there and throw yeah. this out that, uh, you know, this this division and this team can compete and is built to compete and replace some – some pieces for the next foreseeable future. I think out of the three of our teams, right, the Yankees, the the Cardinals, and the Phillies, the Phillies have the best uh, outlook going further or forward, and that's not to sit there and say that the Cardinals don't have a great one. The Yankees, if you get rid of Cashman, maybe you have a better one. But I I just think they're going to spend way too much on Judge if they want to re-sign him because Judge is going to demand the world and he's going to get the world. And that's that's the – well, That's the thing. Well, I no, mean, well, I mean, the other, you know what, PJ, go ahead, go ahead, and then I'll, and no, then I'm going to make a final point on that, and then guys, I, we can open I this up. I was just going to defend my Cardinals with what I had said before. 
it appears with keep with Arenado opting in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it was it was a disappointing year. Phillies swamped the Cardinals, but the, you know uh, as Arenado opting in to play there for the next, winning his tenth Gold Glove, he's going to be. And it seems like it it came down to the fact that the Cardinals are willing to spend money. So uh, we'll have to see when it comes to the uh, who's built better, but. At the same time, I want to just again reiterate before we move on and, and open up the, the callers that I said that this Phillies team going into the season was on paper probably one of the most talented teams that there has ever been to start a season. And they here they are. So, right. Yeah, I mean... Go. Up 2-1. We have yep. a game tonight. And uh, the Cardinals will be uh, will be there, you know? I mean, that, that's, that's kind of like the fun thing that we can do here is like, you know, as as I am sad about my Cardinals at the same time, I can say, you know what? We're coming for you. We're coming for you. Right. Said. I mean, GPS, obviously with the Phillies being up 2-1, how confident are you feeling right now? Ooh. Good um, so I I want to get through uh, Thursday, uh, and and the reason why I say that's that kind is of a because... cop out right now. No, I'm asking well, right now, <laughs> right now. No, well, so here's here's I'm giving you my emotions as of right now. I've got Aaron Nola who pitches extremely well at home on the bump tonight. Yep, with the same lineup as last night with a pitcher who's not going to tip his pitches. And if you haven't seen the difference between the the uh, the curveball or the the breaking ball and his slider leg pos- or in his fastball sinker leg position, it's outrageous. Oh yeah, like it's it's unreal. Now I was bowling last night, so I really couldn't see it on this you know miniature screen that I'm looking at watching this game. Uh, but as soon as you know somebody on Twitter literally overlaid both of them yep. in perfect sequence, and it's like, oh my god, yep. how like it's insane the the difference. And yep. now I have seen high schoolers tip pitches that bad. I've seen college kids almost tip pitches that bad i have never in my life seen a professional tip it that bad so what am i worried that um you know uh that that the phillies have gotten you know the worst pitcher (laughs) and they got to him big time first pitcher to ever give up five homers in the same game in the world series um am i am i am i worried that uh you know they're they're gonna face a better uh, pitcher tonight in Javier. Am I worried that uh, that uh, JV is going to be on the hill, even though he's terrible in the World Series? Is he? Could he find himself in Philly with this raucous crowd? It's possible. Uh, but do I feel like the Phillies could win it in five? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you've got the pitching advantage for sure in Game Four. I don't know about Game Five so much, but. Uh, we'll we'll see, and then I mean my my point on the Yankees, and then we'll we'll open this up. Uh, D. Elliott, yep. you're on you're on deck here because you you hopped in the uh, cast uh, first, so we'll give you first dibs. 
the the thing is the Yankees do need to re-sign Aaron Judge and by doing so incentivize the C, the captain, because Aaron Judge has has yep. earned and deserved that Nestor Cortez brilliantly said it in his media session a couple of days before the Yankees season uh ended in non-competitive uh, fashion. Uh they absolutely they no doubt get the cumulative performance of the swinging blindly year. There is no debate about that. So with that being said, let's hear from you on color cast. Can I just uh, add to that really quick, please? uh, Yep. While I'm I'm punching up uh, DL, go right ahead. My father said the same thing that they, if they need to dish out a C, a C, the captain needs to be set out, whether it's judge or whoever it is. That that's something that needs to happen, and uh, yeah, that's that's I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Absolutely, here. So, uh, on the hot seat is D. Elliot, and uh, I've punched him up. So we'll just. Wait for the audio connect, and while we I, do... Yeah, while he connects, I do want to say, D. Elliott, your math is a little wrong. 87 and 75 is 12 games over 500. <laughs> well done. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing, gentlemen? <laughs> well, doing well, doing well. I, no, 12, 12, a 12, grade, 12 game swing is still impressive, but... Yeah, eighty-seven is six over five hundred. No, it's it's twelve. Eighty-seven over seventy-five. No, you do no, games. you do you just you just count the win. No, 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 no. no. is twelve. Yeah, that's that's twelve. I I'm doing the math as well, and uh, I know what you mean. If if six wins oh. became six losses, it would be five hundred. I understand where you're coming from, but 87 subtract 75 is 12. Technically, 12 games over five. It is. There's no technically. It is. It is 12. But hey, you know. <laughs> but, but you know what? When, when, when you're when you're a Cubs fan and it feels oh, like yeah. uh, you know yeah, yeah. the last right, time yeah. you saw 500 was the last time I saw, which was eh, a long time ago. <laughs> uh, you know, I get it. Oh, that's hurtful. Oh, that's. Hurtful. D. Elliot, I'm sorry. That that was no, that was. No, you're, you're right, CJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's uh, all good. I'm, I'm here for everybody. However, I, however, okay, well then, one other thing. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, before the show, Kia and Hyundai are South Korean companies. Oh, They're not Japanese. Lord, you're right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Yeah, no, I'm not this one, you're Eastern. right. This, <laughs> this, so that was... So if we're keeping score, (laughs) GPS and D. Elliot are tied at one. So you're uh, hearing you're uh, hearing a a little bit of a twist on a World Series playing out right now. Well, unlike my Cubs, I am at five (laughs) hundred. They can only hope to be there. Uh, That that is uh, that's good. That was good. Uh, Well done. Well played. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> CJ, thanks for having me on. I jumped on the, the Sports GPS show earlier in the week. Thanks for having me on there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So it was a lot of fun. Thanks. Uh, Elliot, you were always welcome. Yeah. Absolutely, um, man. And, I, I mean, I, I, I realize that my joke may have come out, you know, below the belt, but I, I meant it. In, in... Oh, no, it's all good. <laughs> well, then I'm going to sit on this a little, you know, 
gentlemen, you you are you have buried the lead. You are missing the most significant event that occurred on November second. Oh, uh, it was November. Th- it was November third in Cleveland, but it was still November second in Chicago when oh. seventeen minutes of rain ended a one hundred eight year drought. Yeah, and the that, Cubs that's, won the World Series. True. Yeah, it was it was November third in Cleveland, but it was November second in Chicago, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, where was, was it? Uh, well. Now- 1230 or so a.m. Yep. Now, now, what, now where, where you were, uh, was it 130 or 1230? It was, uh, it was 1230. Are you uh, talking about when the Cubs won the World Series? When the yeah. Cubs won the yeah. World Series, yeah. It was oh after my. midnight on the yeah, East Coast, but in the Central. Central. You go. This is, it this was the most significant Eastern. event about November 2nd. Come on, yeah, it was 1130. So I will say, no, this, that is this, a rel- relatively is significant event. And here's the reason why it's a significant event. Because nothing else good has ever happened on November 2nd. Yeah, I, I mean. Well, it's all Saints Day. <laughs> no, that, that's the first. And November 2nd is the Day of the Dead. So how fitting that the Cubs ended wait, their curse oh, on the wait, Day yeah, of the freaking Dead. dead. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, all Saints Day. All Saints Day is the first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, is oh. is this is this really the day that the Cubs won the World Series? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah today. No, November today yeah. slash tonight. It, oh, it depends on where no. you were at. That is. Yeah, that if is we were in South awful. Korea, it would definitely be midday. Thanks, DJ. That is, that is awful. This is awful. This or, is, I can't. I can't believe I've been. Reminded of this this wretched day. Listen, here's the wretched. thing: you're not gonna be, you're not gonna worry about it because <laughs> because the Phillies are gonna win tonight about and it take now. a three one lead with yeah. with Thor. Thor is yeah. starting Game Five, people. Yeah, yeah. Ad- yeah. Advantage advantage Verlander there. No no I'm doubt about it. it. Yeah, I'm with well, it. Well, not in the World Jeez. Series. Verlander has the worst start in ERA of yeah. any pitcher yeah. to pitch more than thirty innings in a World Series. Yeah, but if it's there's over any, six. but if there's anyone who could find it, I I would trust. I would trust Verlander more than more than uh, Noah Syndergaard. Oh. And and the other thing I'll say too, oh. in in Japan where they were driving around all their Kias and Hondas, uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was November third. <laughs> it was definitely November third. I will say this too. I want to say this as well. Um, there was a post that went out for the the Philly the the reason why the Phillies would win and in how many games uh, in two thousand. And uh, 10, the Flyers made the Stanley Cup uh, 13 years after the previous time the Flyers had made the Stanley Cup, yeah. 97 to 2010. Yeah. The Eagles made the Super Bowl in 2004, also went back in 2017. The Phillies' okay. last World right. Series appearance was 09, and then this year, so that's 13 plus 13 plus 13. Justin Verlander is 39 years old. Uh, he is married to Kate Upton. Kate Upton has massive knockers. If you do the other version of knockers, which is boobs, that turns into five letters, which means Philly is in five. So Phillies could sweep at home and make that All happen. Right. Uh, well, well played. Uh, D. Elliott, just outside of a minute, what's your World Series prediction for the re- Well, now f- we've got 50 seconds. Give us uh, Oh, no, your- no. I said this, said this on Monday on, on CJ's cast. I, I had Phillies in six. Did you really? Well, so yep, D. Elliot came on here just to to mess with me is what I think. I think we need to make a deal. Gathering, 
You you came on just to remind me. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, no. What okay, what what a what a what a thing. What a thing. I gotta come on here so you guys can teach me math, and then I'll teach you guys geography. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> hey, leave. <laughs> Hey, leave my shit out of this. <laughs> I because he said because when he true, said yeah. Japanese car, I said Toyota. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He led you down the wrong path. Uh, well, when yeah, he yeah, said yeah. Kia for yeah, I guess that's fair. That's all. Good thing, yeah. good thing right. I didn't rely yeah, on him to move fun. the move my Thank fiance's you. Kia. Be well, DL. Yeah. Good to see you. Yeah, that's all fair. That's all fair. That's all fair. I I I concede. I concede. All is fair. Love and Kate Upton. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you. That was incredible. Yeah, you're. Uh, you're. W- w- that was incredible. Chippy you. You're. Thank you. That was. Uh, you know the Hangover when when what's his name? Um, Alan. Yeah. When, he, when he's yeah when he he has, he sees all the things like yeah all he, the numbers and all the yeah yeah, yeah that's thrown exactly around what you, yeah I, that was I you mean right there. Justin Verlander is uh is from a town that is uh, almost a stone's throw away from from mine uh grew oh, really? up in Mannequin Mannequin Sabbath Virginia well and, how uh, fu- when, well how friggin' ironic you know Mannequin and he's with Kate Upton uh Peach right? Pirate up next here on the swinging. <laughs> Yeah, let's yeah. go. Speaking of speaking of big things that are round and peaches, uh, you know, <laughs> tried to no, I tried to segue that as best I could. Uh, I apologize. We... I, I I got triggered once we were talking about the Cubs winning the World Series. It's fine. That you're was, fine. Yeah, thank you. You're, you're good. You're allowed. That. You're allowed to be triggered. Um, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's see here. Ba 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 ba. I. I thought I punched a peach pirate. You might have. As long as you don't punch a peach pirate, that that would just be right. No, don't do that, man. Yeah. No, no, I I would never do that. I'm not really one to um, the peach flail blindly, if you will. With, uh, okay, with, so with, only, with only swing, only swing, swinging blindly with a bat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get it. Understandable. Did he put something in the chat that I'm not able to? No, nope, there not... he is. Oh, not seeing. It's the, the pirate of we got him. There, there we got him. What's up, fellas? What's Bro, up, man? appreciate you joining me on on Sunday. I'm I'm sorry no one else was able to hear it, but uh, nonetheless, I I appreciate you hopping on with me. No worries. We had a good conversation. I know you always are looking for uh, you know better co-hosts. So like you know anytime. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I was listening to you guys. Um, Got to credit the Phillies right now. I did say they were going to get wiped. They haven't exactly been getting wiped, but you know, as True. yesterday everybody noticed. People started catching on to uh, how this guy threw the ball. So uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Um, maybe you know, the Philly forward, fans. I still, I still like this series um, in the Astros' favor. I gotta say, um, I know, I know you're a Phillies fan, sports GPS, and you don't want to hear it, but I just like the way their team's built from top to bottom. I so. mean, maybe, maybe Philly fans should give me credit because I said that the Cardinals were gonna sweep them, and that just kind of has. Uh, may, maybe they rallied around that. They, they <laughs> that could have been the that could have been the start of the battle cry right there. You never know. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah. think I think the start is when, um, oh boy, uh, the, the Column Scott. That's the word. And when they found that song "Dancing on My Own," and that has just been a battle cry for this Phillies team <laughs> in the city of Philadelphia. 
It, it literally so in in a home game at Citizens Bank Park, uh, when the Phillies win, usually the first thing that gets played is high hopes. Uh, when Harry Callis sang it yep. at one of the last receptions that happened, they are legitimately playing Callum Scott's "Dancing on My Own" before they play <laughs> "High Hopes." Right now. <laughs> and and that and and having been to Citizens Bank Park where they play that, it is it is that, that's such a cool it's such a cool thing to hear. Um, oh, it's phenomenal. It, I mean, and. Obviously, I'm a Yankee fan. It's, I mean, it's so. I was singing along to it because shit, why not? <laughs> no, but right, I, right. you know, I totally dig that because you know how the Yankees got the New York, New York. And, yep. You know, yeah. you know that they're, they're iconic. You know, obviously, yep. nobody has it anymore. But they used to have the Enter Sandman for Mariano and stuff. So, like, I get it. You know, and uh, credit yep. to the Phillies, they weren't like the Mets who fell flat on their face after they started their stuff. So. You're damn right. And, yeah. and now everyone's using the trumpet song, which, I mean, that should be for Edwin Diaz and Edwin Diaz only. I do believe that, but, uh, I mean, because Enter Sandman was only for Mo. Um, right. But now, I mean, you've got, I mean, you had the Braves, of course, leave it to the Braves to, you know, steal someone else's song. Uh, right. I'm surprised it wasn't the Astros, to be honest with you. But... <laughs> well, um, because, because it wasn't a sign. <laughs> there's 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 actually a billboard in Philly that said I had a great sign but the Astros stole it. <laughs> Very nice. Peachy Pirate, what 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 would be your uh, prediction? I mean, it's two one right now. What's what's your? I don't know if you're if you're. So I've been I've just been saying it, and I've actually yeah. I've been saying it earlier in the year. Um, you know, even when the Yankees were on their tear, and I kept saying, you know, just the way the Astros team is built from top to bottom. I just I don't see a team that's better. I'm not saying that the Phillies can't beat them. They're hot right now, you know, and you can't take nothing away from a team that catches fire at the right time, but. True. If I were to say, you know, you know, best out of seven, then my my guess is still with the Astros. Really, like, even yeah. at two or one. Yeah, absolutely. You're a man of your convictions, there. I, I am. I, I still, it. I still, I believe in them. I do. Wow. Yeah. I I, I, and listen, I can't fault him. To be clear, I mean, so uh, the stats are right now that a team that wins Game Three in a one-one split is sixty-nine percent of the time going to win the series. If you then overlay that team that won game three is at home when they win game three and have two more home games, the stats actually go to 76% of the time they win the series. However, I will admit, at the beginning of this series, I said Astros in six, um, and I might be reverse juju in my Phillies. Because that's what Parker and I do. We say one thing, and then the exact opposite tends to happen. So I might be trying to reverse juju my Phillies. Well, I, I don't do that, especially if Astros win. You know, when I go as far as like, um, you know, when I if I put a bet down on it, or um, you know, even like the poor app, they got their little thing going where you can, you know, guess the you know the predictions of the series. Yeah. So I had the Astros to win it. And um, I can't put that negativity in the airways. You know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta believe it. Can't yeah, no, completely so, understand. So you, so you think that the Astros are going to be able to win? Let's just say this series goes seven games through the next five, 
and you're going to you're going to have to deal with Aaron Nola and you're going to have to deal with Zach Wheeler one more time. And hell, maybe even Ranger Suarez who looked pretty damn good last night. He did. They're so, pitching good, don't get me wrong, but if they start getting to them, 15. you know, second time around they face them, maybe they, you know, picked up some things they didn't the first. You never know. They're a good hitting team. Yeah, good point. Hey, good to have you on Peach Pirate. Thanks a million. Guys, we'll catch up with you. You bet. Peach Pirate, it's a man. Absolutely, and uh, the hot seat is about to icicle under his ass, and there he goes. Uh, <laughs> icicle under his ass. That's what. That was well done. <laughs> that was weird. I mean, you you could have hit him with uh, snow miser. Uh, yeah, he went from I, the heat miser to the snow miser. We yeah. are getting close to that season. I. I don't want to think about that, because um, <laughs> I, I. I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm Mr. Icicle. <laughs> I'm Mr. Snow. But up, but up. Oh well, my my balls are numb and tingling. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, hey, you know, join oh, us. Join us on uh, Friday, December twenty third, for the uh, for the swinging blindly barbershop Christmas trio. There you oh go. wow! Nothing better than an icy taint. I'm sorry. Nothing better than an icy taint. See, I hey. prefer when you get says, good old says the peach pirate. Says the peach pirate. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. He does say that. I would rather have a uh, a, a non icy one um i would prefer you know yeah well you know i'm not even gonna go there we're just gonna we're gonna lay that one to rest a little snow rub yeah Mm. yeah yeah see i prefer uh... i prefer ice on you know sore muscles not usually the nether uh let's go phil's i'm fighting i'm I'm waiting <laughs> Let's right. go to fighting said. Fightings. Yeah. Fighting said. So uh said. final final prediction, boys, because the, the next time we are on oh, the yeah. uh the, we're, we're, we're we're together, barring some weird oh, weather man. stuff. Uh, how do you think the rest of the series oh, is gonna man. play out? Give it oh, let's let's man. do thirty seconds each here. Uh GPS as the resident Phillies fan with your team up to one. Uh, we'll go to you first. Uh, I really hope that this ends in five and the and the trophy gets presented in Philly. Uh, but I would not be shocked if this thing goes back to Houston. My final prediction is actually Houston in seven as I'm trying to slightly reverse Juju, my Phillies, in a $140 win on my futures bet. Beach. Love that. Uh, Astros in six. You're, you're sticking to Astros in six. How come? Uh, just, I, I just sweep I out from here. Uh, it, it, the money, the, the money is on the Phillies right now. So smart money says to bet against them. So I'm going against them in four, four straight games. Astros figured out. Verlander isn't going to have, uh, he, he's being touted as the worst world series pitcher of all time. He's, he's going to come out his next start. And kill it, and yeah, Astros in six. They won four straight. All right. Well, I mean, I initially had Astros three straight. Three straight. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, that'd be six. Yep. Uh, I initially had the Astros in six. I cannot stick with that prediction. 
Uh, because, well, hey, the, the times they are changing, the winds have uh, blown a different way. I think the Phillies end up taking this uh, this thing in seven because they, they've already proven one thing, and they checked a very important box. That is winning in Houston, which is something, well, hey, no one else is able to do in the postseason. Then again, the Phillies significantly better teams than both the Seattle Mariners and certainly the New York Yankees. <laughs> uh, no. So, yeah, I uh, um, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, boys. Love it. So, I love it. Yeah, we'll we'll all be back together uh, next uh, yep. Wednesday the 9th, right here at ColorCast, 6.30 Eastern, and available wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be up there uh, tomorrow, right around noon, and, uh, you know, next next Thursday. So we're, we're coming down to the, uh, the wire here, boys, and it's going to be really interesting. We'll, the three of us will be talking throughout the week, as we always do, and, uh, hey, Facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly Podcast on Twitter at Swinging Blindly and wherever you get your podcasts and uh, GPS. I don't want to uh, I don't want to leave here without you, you having the opportunity to plug your awesome show. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We do uh, Thursday night recordings, myself and Parker White, for the Sports GPS Podcast. Wherever you find your podcast, find us on socials at the Sports GPS. Let us know what you think of our show, and frankly, what do you think with me with the Swinging Blindly podcast? Let me know there as well. <laughs> you can also check us out on ColorCast. We do a supplemental show there called Sports in the Rearview Mirror, presented by the Sports GPS. I thought you would like that little uh, name there, Blaze. I love uh, it. 6.30s on Mondays, we do the last seven days in sports as we talk in the Rearview Mirror to get you right on the road to greatness. And PJ, don't you have uh, another pod that you have going on right now too? Yeah, I mean, I I'm, it's a college football podcast, a college FB pod. Uh, yeah, Joe Espo and Peach. It's uh, we we talk college football. Yeah, thank you, Blake. Absolutely. Hey, we we all need to be plugging each other's uh, stuff here, and yeah. uh, you can catch me local radio here in the uh, Albany, New York area. I, I do some uh, I do some work and I'm going to be revamping my Blaze and Access uh, podcast about disability rights issues here uh, here pretty soon. So uh, looking forward to all that, boys. Great job, uh, great stuff as always, and uh, we'll be back in these same seats swinging blindly next week. And We are never afraid to swing for the fences. Why, boys? Because we don't Don't give give a a crap. Wow. You went. You went. Whoa. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, that's that's that. Uh, Good night. Good night, Chicago. Good night, New York. And uh, good night. Good night, Richmond, Virginia. I, I guess that's that's where you know we're doing that. Well, you're doing Chicago, so good night, Houston. Yes. Let's pray on. There you go. And hello, Philly. That's right. 